Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Devon Bookshop by W.E. Hall 1. The presence wasn't sinister. She could tell that much. Why was it there? What did it want? Matt interrupted Lisa's faults. I've done as much as I can. If you're ready to call it an evening, let's go upstairs. Okay, I'm ready. Matt switched off his office light and walked over to his wife. She smiled at her. Thanks for helping. Leisha kissed him lightly on the cheek. They made their way to the door that led up to the flat above the butcher shop. Presents had gone as soon as Matt had spoken. Leisha knew she wouldn't be able to rest now, so she found out who the presence was and what it wanted. She had to wait in the bookshop one evening while Matt was out playing darts. Leisha seemed to radiate light everywhere she went, and people she talked to felt happier after seeing her. Walking to the supermarket, she stopped to talk to an early man, the Labrador. He gave her chapter and verse of the dog's morning. He's a very happy, handsome dog, she said, stroking the dog's head. It's a bit nippy this morning. Are you going to stop for coffee? Leisha pointed to a small coffee shop over the road. Here's a great selection of homemade cakes, and the coffee's very good. Don't think you let me in with the dog, the man said. Leisha said the way... He looked longingly towards the shop. Leisha saw the way he looked longingly towards the shop and could sense the man was lonely. Time in the coffee shop surrounded by people, your dog safely by his side, would probably make a big difference in this man's day. She lived alone for many years, a few years. She knew what it was like. It's a dog friendly place. You'd be pleased to see you both. Really? Are you sure? Leisha nodded. He likes dogs. A smile in Matt's face, the man said, be great to have a coffee and be able to take Marlow in with me. I usually just go home after my old walk. Give it a go, Leisha said, giving the dog one last pat. The owner dog headed across the road. And the man and his dog reached the coffee shop, pushed the door open, and paused. Leisha could see he's asking if it's all right to go in with the dog. Then the man turned back to Leisha, gave her a th- thumbs up sign. She smiled and waved return, then walked on. Inside the coffee supermarket, there's a flustered woman struggling with a wheeled shopping trolley. Leisha helped her out, the woman stuttering her thanks. Leisha made her way round the grocery aisles until she came to the milk, picked up a pack, made the girl at checkout laugh about something, and stood outside watching the town as it, as it got ready for the day. She said a cheery good morning to the road sweeper and waved at her. Leisha last port of call was the 13th century church. 
A grey stone tower stood tall, a symbol permanence and stability. He clearly said, I'm here for long haul. People holds me been attending services here for hundreds of years. The Easter walked past the tiny burial plots and headstones of the cemetery, opened the heavy wooden door, chose a seat and one of the bits breathing in sense, peace and calm reassurance that all was well. Looking at stained glass windows, he tried to find a message for the colourfully defective scenes. But what she got was reassurance, no answers, she sighed. Alicia was a Christian in stark contrast to her parents, who had been what they called charmers. Refused to be called witches, hating the word, saying they harnessed nature's power. Did nothing negative, she knew that was true. It's still a, but still it was odd with her beliefs, wasn't it? Bowed her head in power, prayer, and asked for guidance. She knew there was a ghost, or maybe ghosts in the bookshop where she lived. She knew known it the moment she walked in. Being psychic and a Christian was an unusual mix, but life was full of contradictions. Should she try to communicate the ghosts? Did it help to move? Did it help, need help to move on? She was hoping to get answers. Leisha heard the heavy wooden door open and close. Found someone walking to the row of benches but opposite. She watched a man bow his head in prayer. Hearing his voice, but unable to catch the words, Leisha sets a peace remain. She bowed her head again, asking, what she to do? She did not a ghost. She did try and help it. Then, as always, she got the answer in her mind. The ghost you sent that you sense is no threat. He's there because he wants to be there. He'd like to talk to him. If you'd like to talk to him, follow your instincts. She said a quiet thank you. They got up and walked out of the church, pausing in the graveyard to read some of the headstones. Always this is the hell. Those around her lived and had lived. Their lives could smell the damp earth. Still mingled the fallen leaves of last autumn. Compost was good. The flowers and grasses thrived. Not many flowers were there at the moment. There in a moment. Winter was still holding by its way. It was that damp cold that seemed to seep through your clothes. But she knew one spring, once spring arrived, many graves be adorned by daffodils, tulips, and many have reminders that life goes on, and loved ones are remembered. She walked back to the bookshop, heard a ding-a-ding, the doorbell, as she entered. You were up and out early this morning, her husband Matt said, everything okay. She went over to Matt and kissed him. If it's fine, I'll make a fresh coffee. Leisha was still thinking about the ghost as she approached the coffee area. She hadn't mentioned it to Matt. He wouldn't believe in anything, didn't believe in anything supernatural. But she found it reassuring about him. Exactly what he believed. With no grey areas in Matt's life, things were ordered, everything was placed. Alicia was a flaky one. She wanted to say flaky is what Matt and her granddad. His granddad called him what anyone held views other than theirs. What would Matt say if she told him there was a ghost in the bookshop? Did you mention coffee? Matt prompted. Sorry, I'm my way. I'll get some going. What was that? Outside the rain hammered on the bookshop windows, but Matt had turned turned it out, tuned it out. No, there's someone or something in the bookshop other than him. He knew it. Matt's fingers itched to turn the light on the light. But it was but if it was an intruder, the light would alert him. Matt was sure he'd seen movement. Could smell cigarette smoke. 
He peered from the gloom, thought he could make a figure sitting on a sofa in the coffee area. I called the police. It'd be here soon, Matt blurted out. There's no, we've got no answer. He edged around the first bookshop and narrowed his eyes, trying to see in the dark. There was a faint glimmer ahead, but he couldn't see what it was. Was it a torch? He listened, he listened for a moment for any kind. He listened for any movement of any kind, but nothing, heard nothing. He felt his way to the next bookshop. Well, lines are drawn. Could see a faint glimmer of the street light outside. He made his way to the coffee area and peered around the bookshelf. With light coming from the sofa and blurred shape. But he couldn't make sense of what he'd seen. What he, what he seen. It didn't seem solid. He took a deep breath and flickered the light switch. Flick the light switch. Playing in the shop with light, revealing the open box, a new box he left by the poetry section. He saw it just in time and stopped himself tripping over. He could still smell the cigarette smoke. He checked the windows and doors. All was secure. Where was the smoke coming from? He checked the sofa. Yes, the smell of smoke seemed stronger there. Was it, uh, was it from earlier in the day? Customers weren't supposed to smoke in the shop. He thought must have. He must have imagined the image. Of, he thought he must have imagined the image on the sofa. The smell of smoke was still there. That was real. He heard someone at the front door, and he froze. Why, Felicia's smiley face appeared, peering for the glass. He was carrying a lot of parcels. He looked happy, if rather, if rather wet, dripping rain dripping off of the hood. Good morning, shopping trip. He asked, unlocking the door, eager to put some normality back into his day, forcing his breathing to slow down. It's crazy, but busy. I got some lovely curtains from the living room, said Alicia, handing some parcels to Matt. She crinkled her nose. You shouldn't. You haven't taken up smoking, have you? Not in my life, this lifetime, he smiled. I think a customer must have had a crafty ciggy when you weren't looking, we weren't looking. Smells quite fresh to me, she said. Maybe we should put an, uh, no, another anti- Smoking, never no smoking sign by the coffee machine. But here, let's get this stuff upstairs, Matt said, kissing his wife briefly in the cheek, opening the door that led upstairs to the flat. Matt walked up the stairs as normally as he could. His mind was racing. What what had just happened in the bookshop? Maybe the cigarette smoke had been there from earlier. He had noticed. But it smelt recent. What was that image he'd seen on the sofa? Had he really seen nothing, or had he imagined it? His grandfather had told him his mother was unhinged. Was it hereditary? Was he starting to see things that wasn't weren't wasn't there? He frowned and sure what to make of what had happened. After breakfast, Matt went down. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Down to the bookshop. He was pleased there was no sign of cigarette smoke now. Since he'd taken the bookshop over from his granddad, he changed things slightly. Had a wooden floor standing and painted a bright blue, the same with the window frames and steels. He was pleased with the effect. Modern furnishing and helped, including a new coffee area for staff and customers, natural flame fireplace. Cody customers sit on the sofa, read a little, either before or after purchasing their books. He had a good eye for decorating the bookshop was welcoming and comfortable while maintaining its Georgian character. He enlarged the book section, creating a couple of new sections and thinking, adding more. The grandparents seemed pleased he made the shop his own with these alterations. Custom increased too. He made fresh coffee for customers and staff, poured himself some, and headed to his office. Justin's assistant won't be here for another over an hour, so there's plenty of time to sort out the invoices. He tapped his in-tray enthusiastically. He loved creating all the out chaos. He seen Benny two minutes later. But Justin looked at his office door and said, Morning, boss. Hey, Justin, Matt said. Let's hope the weather drives some serious book lovers in this morning. Cold but you dry usually means people wandering in. Could you have a look at the mystery section today? Have a good think about how we can make it eye-catching. Run it by me before doing anything drastic, okay? Right. I'll pop my thinking cap on, Justin said. He wandered over the back of the shop, thinking about possibilities. He went to the storeroom to pick up the boxes of new books. But then he put it into the trolley and wheeled it to the mystery section. Going for the box, his seriously grey eyes focused on the box, contentless, when Matt came over later. Have you thought of any ideas for display, Matt asked. What I thought was, Justin stopped, you know, switch. Someone smoking in the shop. Matt put his down his mug and went round to the bookshelves. No one was there. Could smell it too, though, again. Nobody's there, Justin. Maybe it's coming from next door, he said. Matt said. What you, were you saying before? Matt was distracted with some other smoke. Was there an electrical problem? Or was it really cigarette smoke? I thought we could go to the British Mystery Office thing, Justin said. Get some posters from publishers. Put them on the wall behind the customer's sofa, right next to the coffee area. Have a selection of mystery box. Maybe get a new author to come in. Sign box. What do you think? Before Matt could answer, Justin added, Matt, that cigarette smell is quite strong. We don't have any customers in here at the moment. Seems to be right in the coffee area. I'll go into shops either side to see if you don't have anyone smoking in there. Matt said, think you must be coming from next door. Justin went over the sofa, where the smell was the strongest, and closed his eyes. He could sense something or someone. He opened his eyes, 
couldn't see anyone there. Closed his eyes again. Yes, he could definitely sense someone. He opened his eyes to see Alicia standing there, smiling at him. Donald, he gave a nervous laugh. Did you explain it to her? Alicia asked. Where do you think it's coming from? Didn't hear you come in, Justin frowned. Matt's gone in the shops next either side to see if it's coming from one of them. What do you think, Alicia asked? You seen him standing there, his eyes closed. He noticed little things about Justin before. She was pretty sure he was psychic. I'm not sure what to think. Well, give it your best shot. I think it might be a ghost trying to communicate with us. Trying to get our attention for some reason, Justin said, avoiding her eyes. Now, there now. That wasn't difficult, was it? Alicia said. I've been thinking about it. I've come up with the same thing you have, Justin. Let's see what Matt says. He comes back in. You believe in ghosts, Justin said? But Matt doesn't believe in anything like that. Well, I'm not Matt. I've seen a fair few ghosts myself, Justin. So I know they exist. Matt and I don't talk about it, though, of course. Well, does Matt know you're psychic? We never discussed it, Justin. Lisa said we made it we made it clear. Anything supernatural was nonsense, so we just never talk about it. Matt came back into the bookshop and shook his head at both of them. No one in even shops that they're smoking, he said. Neither of them's allowed smoking on their premises. Don't know what it is or where it's coming from. Justin took a deep breath and blowed it out. Matt, do you think maybe it's a ghost trying to get our attention? Ghosts? Come on, Justin. You know there's no such thing. Maybe I should ask you to display, display for supernatural section rather than mystery section. Matt laughed and head, Justin's head sank. Matt, can I have a word? Alicia said, taking Matt's elbow and staring him away. Matt looked surprised, but went in the office with his wife. As a rather unkind, Matt, speaking of Justin like that, Alicia said. Matt's eyebrows went up. He was about to say something smart, but Alicia continued. We could. You should apologise to Matt, Justin, Matt. You took courage for him to suggest a ghost to you. He knows your views of on the supernatural. He felt he had suggested an alternative scenario you came up with. I frankly agree with him. You agree with him? You think there's a ghost in a bookshop? Matt asked. Matt knew her husband's faults on the subject. She continued with caution. Matt, just and I know your convictions. He said, you think differently. You don't deserve to be dismissed out of hand just because our police can fit with yours. Matt sat down behind his desk and stared. An invoice. An invoice. Alicia went over to him, put her hand on his shoulder. Justin looks up to you, Matt. He loves working here. He's very loyal, but things aren't always black and white. Sometimes there's some grey in there. You really believe in ghosts, Matt? Asked, fidgeting it on his, on his chair. I had dealings with ghosts before, Alicia said. So I get smoke doesn't. had a hallmark of a ghost trying to get our attention. I'm going to look into this further in my own way. You've done your bit, and it doesn't work. It's my turn. I might ask Justin to help, as he obviously shares my views. Do I have your blessings? Matt contemplated, contemplated his wife's face. She was serious. He shoveled some papers on his desk and said, but said nothing. Matt Alicia continued, seeing his eyes glazed over, needing him to take in what she was saying. She reached over and took Matt's hand in hers. Finding it firm, holding it firmly. Please, Matt, hear what I'm saying. Usually, it's usually smiling green eyes held steely. A usually smiling green eyes held sternly determination. Matt met his wife's gaze. The edge of his mouth came up with a rueful smile. 
I admit Matt would listen. Alicia hesitated, but she knew what she what had to be said, so she took a deep breath. I know what your granddad said about your mum, but it's not true. She's not hinged, neither am I. You know that I'm not. I know there's a bit of a shock. I never discussed it with you because of your beliefs. I think it's time you realise there's more to the world than you think, Matt. Someone is trying to tell us something. We owe it to them to find out what it is. I'm going to look into it. Matt swallowed. He looked down at the desk again. Leisha watched her husband. She knew his it was about out the kilter. He didn't know how to handle it. I'm going to get some coffee, he said. Think about what you said. I don't mean to upset Justin. You're right. Apologize to him. See you later, said Matt. Getting up and moving towards the smell of freshly brewed coffee. Felicia watched as her husband walked to the seating area, poured a mug of coffee, and always made him feel better. She, he sipped it, and he saw the tension ease out of his body. He made his way to where Justin was unpacking some new box, saw him speak to Justin, put his hand on his shoulder, and smiled. Justin lit face it up. Then he met, tackled a new box of books together. You've been listening to a sample of, of the book, The Devil Bookshop by W. E. Hall. They are ghosts in the Devon Bookshop. Could they be angels and, and witches? Matt is sure they don't exist. Alicia knows they do. Matt's dead aunt, Willa Dillier, Unhinged while alive, he's still unhinged, now dead. Set the cause problems for Matt, the people he cares about. Matt and Leisha's comfortable lives were thrown down into rain as the first ghosts and witches cause upheaval. Matt wants to bring in order to chaos. Leisha wants to protect the people she loves. Family, friendship and love all be challenged as the hostile witches appear one at a time, threatening everything Matt and Leisha hold dear. Luckily, Alicia believes that they're very different to Matt. And then he's come forward to help with the battle. Are they up to the fight? If you want to find out any more about W.E. Hall, go to our website, wdehall.co.uk. That's w-e-h-a-l-l dot c-o dot uk. You can find some examples of a book on this website, where to buy this great book, and some pictures. Um, I give it a four-star recommendation. Please go out and buy The Devon Bookshop by W.E. Hall. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.